Did this week's restaurant have us singing Red Robin Yum or Red Robin Bum? Find out next time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Burn Appetit, a Cross the Streams media podcast about food. I am your titular host, Burn Appetit, and as always, I am joined by my two okay co-hosts. You know them from Three Beers and a Mic and our spinoff show, Three Beers and an MCU Extended Universe. Name still planning. Please welcome back to the show, Dwayne and Scott. Say hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Yo. What? Mm. Oh, I'm just Season. getting the hoy, hoy, Starting it off with some controversy. So you're changing it up for season ah, three. Just tugging your chains. <laughs> well. We will explain why my intro was so stupid um, later on in the show when we get to our chef's diss sound, um, because I was thrust upon a last-minute change, and that's all I could come up with. What cuck uh, <laughs> You know me, giant cuck. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of cucks, we got a lovely guest tonight. <laughs> He's a frequent guest on Three Beers and a Mic. He's been on our spinoff show, Three Beers and an MCU Extended Universe Name Still Pending. He's the fourth member of our three beers in a mic group text chat. So you know this this is a special lad here. Please welcome to the show, Kevin. Say hello, Kevin. Ahoy, fellas. Ooh. Yeah. First one to do that, I think. First How about that? Out. I had to come up with that. Combo. Good to be here. That's an avid listener of the show right there. What is that, Skay? It's my cat sitting in a briefcase. Oh. Looks pretty angry. Cool, Skay. You should totally <laughs> interrupt the show with that. Yeah, I don't get it. Speaking of poop, my cat just pooped in my briefcase. <laughs> Speaking of briefcase, Kevin, we like to do segments on the show, as you know, because you actually do listen to the show. Segment number one, you're right around this age group, so I know you know what this is. Hit us with that ASL, baby. Age, sex, and language. So I speak English. I, I know it's location, guys. I'm just kidding. I listen to the show too much. So um, I am uh, 39 years old, turning 40 next year. So the big 4 mm. But uh, if you ask anybody else, I rounded up and I'm 40 now. I'm just getting it over with. Uh, I live out in Houston, the Houston, Texas area. And I am a male. All right. Um, you went out over there. Um it's age, sex, location, not age, location, sex, but uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, what are you doing for the 40s? Got any big plans? Yeah, um, we haven't booked it yet. My dad wants to take me somewhere, just just myself, um, at some point next year. But then my wife and I have loved being in the Northeast. Uh, so we, we've spent a couple of years out there and, and kind of miss it. So we're going to go back out there and, and redo what we used to do out there for about a week uh, on my 40th. So when you say Northeast... I know you used to live in Philadelphia. I hope you're not referring to Philadelphia as the Northeast. So part of it's there. So we say Philadelphia, but a lot of people don't know what Downingtown is. Skay may know, oh, or yeah. you might know. 
Yeah. Um, we lived out in that area. So you were a lot closer to like the Lancaster area and stuff like that. Much more peaceful, much more suburban, um, near a lot of the Amish. So pretty quiet uh, and uh, very um, open people to, you know, hang out and actually treated us pretty nicely. So we'll go back to that area. It's not actually Philly itself. And then um, my wife loves Manhattan. So we'll go spend mm. a couple of days there. We'll go spend a couple of days back out in the Downingtown and Hershey, Pennsylvania area. Downtown Downey. <laughs> what? I have no clue what that means. Is it downtown Abbey? No. Downtown God. Downey. Nice. Mm. Yep. yep. Still working on my 15. My solid 15 notes. Um, you know what you need to do? And this goes to anyone listening. Um, Kevin, what, what uh, month were you born? April. April. Well, this is this doesn't work for your 40th birthday. But anyone who is in the area in the fall, highly, highly recommend you get in your car. You can start in Boston and drive up to Maine and hit up all the little coastal towns with their little lobster shacks and have yourself a fucking awesome time. Stop and get in lobster rolls along the way. Check out Salem. Um, check out um, Portland, Maine. And make sure you um, don't ever ask anybody who lives there where to go. Why? Because that's what you did. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I didn't I, ask you I where to go? I live there. No, I didn't <laughs> ask you where to go. Yeah, well, you have the fucking uh, palate of a toddler. Like, I, I'm going to eat some food here. He can tell you every <laughs> McDonald's from Boston to New York City. He knows them all. One of my favorite trips, um, though, uh, in the fall time, beautiful scenery, awesome food, especially if you're a big lobster fan. So uh, do that instead, Kevin. Cancel all your fucking <laughs> Eastern PA plans and do that. Okay. Okay. I'll consider it. All right. Cool. Um, where do you think you'll go with your dad? Wait, I assume your dad's going because you said that you were going by yourself. No. So my wife and I are going to go do the, the Northeast trip, but my dad wanted to take me. Um, we were actually going to go to California and go play Pebble Beach. But Ooh, he's had uh, he's had two surgery. Well, he's had one surgery, and he has another one coming up for his shoulder that we're not going to be able to do it. No. We we're actually going to do that on my birthday. No, so these are excuses the old man's making for losing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's actually not a bad player, but yeah, his shoulder's pretty messed he's, up now, and so uh, we're right. either going to delay that trip till much later in the fall, um, or we'll, we may just do something totally different. He's lying to you. Don't act to get out of losing. Uh, have you ever been to Pebble before? Anyone? Anyone on the show? No. Man, I lived. Um... Does the virtual golf thing count? <laughs> yeah, I've played it a thousand times on uh, Xbox. <laughs> um, I lived in San Francisco area for about a year. Um, so Pebble Beach was about a two-hour drive from us. Um, me and my wife would go down there um, like a Saturday morning, hang out. Um, they have uh, little fire pits on the outdoor patio right outside the 18th green. Just sit out there and just have drinks with your leg up on the fire pit and just watch people come into the 18th hole all day. Fucking gorgeous area, man. It's so awesome. So, all right. I might be able to say I've seen it, but we'll see. It's uh, to be determined. So, cool. Well, even if you don't play, it's just even worth just going and checking out, and then you yeah. can go up the uh, San Fran and Napa and do all that shit too. Your dad can drink wine with a bum shoulder, I think. So yeah, he could. That'd actually be fun too. Yeah, there you go. Well, let me know. I can give you give you a list of some wineries you got to hit up. You sure you want me to ask Dwayne's advice on that? <laughs> Food and wineries of Dwayne's. No, 
No, not at all. All right. Uh, segment number two. Pretend it's bring your um, dad to school day. I did it long, wrong last time. I said bring your daddy to work day, so I tried to think about it. Bring your daddy to school day. Describe who you are, what you do, whatever you like, as if you were um, presenting to, uh, well, I mean, we have the pallets of eight-year-olds here, so uh, just look look at Dwayne and pretend he's an eight-year-old and tell him uh, who you are a little bit about yourself. Sure. So um, you kids all hear the annoying train whistle that comes across the tracks or ever yeah. wonder who's running those uh, engines that are up there and what kind of freight is shipped on trains. Well, I deal with uh, freight uh, every day uh, at my job. So uh, I'm part of a railroad company and uh, I sell freight from one point in the United States to another point in the United States. <clears throat> and believe it or not, you probably would think that most um, trains that you see are going to be passenger, but two thirds of the uh, United States freight that we ship is all via uh, a railroad at one point in time. My mommy says Uncle Nick runs a train. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nick's a great guy, and Uncle Nick's about to be rich. I was going to say, are you, uh, are you part of the crew that Bernie Sanders is fighting for now in Congress? Or <laughs> no? So that's our union folks. Uh, okay. Those guys work. Those guys and gals work really hard, and they're going to get everything they deserve. Um, that's coming through. Uh, they're about to get a really big raise and back. That pay sounds like a threat, stuff. Kevin. No, it's not. <laughs> I have a lot everything of... they deserve. <laughs> no, no lie. I have a lot of respect <laughs> for those guys. I used to actually um, manage uh, crews that ran trains uh, from point A to point B when I used to live in Amarillo, and also managed the guys that would switch the guys and gals that would switch the yard. And that's a, those are hard jobs, hard job nights, weekends, holidays. Um, you know, in, in grueling weather, uh, it, it's a, it, there's a tough job, so they're getting everything that they've earned. Mm, all right. He said, so <clears throat> let me preface this. Kevin texted me and said, my career in life is so boring, I don't want to talk about it. And I said, what do you mean, Kevin? This train stuff sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Those are lies, Bernie. <laughs> but I had a, a, a similar uh, train of thought as I told Kevin right away that wow. um, Kevin um, how do I see I want you to take over here I'll let Kevin tell his story here but Kevin is a new father congratulations by the way thank you and uh, kind of unique tale behind it so uh, Kevin I'm going to give you the floor and then uh, I will pop in with the uh, questions and uh dumb comments probably every now and then but uh why don't you tell us about uh how you became a father <laughs> you know, give us all the start details from the <laughs> yeah, start from the beginning but well, the great thing is this is going to be more more g-rated than most people could tell you about how they've had kids so um you know great for it's not uh, covering you know? the kids ears here oh geez <laughs> you just did it <laughs> so um I guess I can start, try to keep it as short as possible. Um, I think no, no, we got time to fill. Go ahead. I think my wife and I could, uh, could write a book, but um, I'll bring it back to December, 2019. Uh, my wife was having trouble taking deep breaths. And um, so for like that day, she's like, yeah, it's kind of tough to take a deep breath and I get full really fast. And I'm like, go to the ER, let's get this thing checked. 
Uh, she's like, no, you know, I, I, I talked to my father and, I, and he thinks I sneezed really hard and that it made no sense to me. Um, but I was like, okay. And so she says, maybe just through something out of whack, I'll be better tomorrow. Well, fast forward a couple of days. Um, and she finally decides to go to the ER and I'm there with her and doctor came in, felt her stomach for two seconds. Um, and then it's like, we need a CAT scan. And should have known something was off then, but didn't think anything of it. I'm like, well, they're just going to check and see um, what's going on. So she went in there, came back out. Doctor came in after that, had some papers in his hand and practically told us, um, your wife has cancer. Uh, we think it's ovarian cancer. And uh, we see a spot uh, in, her, in her stomach area where the ovaries are. That's the size of what they think is an orange. And Man. left us in the room. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, you'd like to think it's like a movie, you know what to say to your wife in a time like that, but you don't, uh, you just start yeah, freaking I can't out. Imagine. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hand in my face, hand in her face. Um, and what made that crazy was, uh, she your had hand had was some... in her face. <laughs> my hand was in my face. Her hands are in her face. We were talking a whole lot. I the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, what made it a little bit more difficult is uh, my wife before that um, had her uterus removed for some other issues uh, that ends up turning out that this was part of the issue too, uh, what came up from this. But uh, we were actually kind of far along the lines of, of having a child via uh, what they call a gestational carry. It's not a surrogate. The surrogate that provides their egg as well and carries the baby, gestational carrier actually will take the my wife's egg my sperm when it's combined an embryo and they'll carry that baby so mm-hmm. we already had all that stuff worked out and then she was told she has a you know possible ovarian cancer we need to go see a doctor so i actually had to have the conversation with her parents that was tough that night yeah. um then of course you don't sleep that night but we had a, a cancer doctor and oncologist we already knew because of her um, issues in the past um, that was not it was kind of gray area it wasn't cancer Mm-hmm. So we went and saw him the next day. Um, they actually didn't do any other scans. They did an, uh, a surgery uh, two weeks later. It was like right after Christmas time, a week later, week and a half later. Um, and he's like, I'm just going to go in there and explore and figure out what's going on. So they brought her in. Uh, and this is towards the end of 2019. They brought her in. Um, they had to practically cut her for about an inch above her belly button all the way down to pretty much where like somebody's like bathing suit would start. So, I mean, the, the scar was, you're talking yeah. probably 10, 11 inches. And he went in there and just checked everything out. Um, and he called me in after about an hour of the surgery and said he found three masses, not just one. Uh, the one oh, that was shit. hanging down was uh, the size of actually like a small Nerf football. It wasn't an orange. It was pretty big. The other two uh, were connected near that on fatty tissue in her abdomen. It was not on ovaries. So he goes, I've removed all of it. Um, and he said, the reason why I brought you in here is that I'm staring at her ovaries. And he goes, I want to take them out. Um, he said, the door, she's already open. You know, it's going to require another surgery. I want to take these out because he goes, my best guess. And I've seen a lot of this is that this is uh, estrogen driven. So it would mean the ovaries need to go anyways. He goes, let's just get them out. Mm-hmm. But I want your permission. And oh, fuck. Yeah. You couldn't ask her about it? Um, like, no, but the out. great thing... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, she was like out. She was, she was sleeping out. on the table. And you have to make this decision for her? Yep. Fuck man, me, man. That's fucking yeah. heavy. So I, uh, 
I told him she's screaming at me from the table, um, telling me keep him in. I tell them she doesn't care about another surgery. Uh, she wants this chance to have a child, even though you're saying it's a real slim chance that uh, we could even pull eggs from any of this and that the estrogen is the driver of this cancer. I go, she'll take that risk. She wants to keep them. And he goes, I'll respect it. He goes, I want to take them out, but I'll respect that. So uh, uh, we end up, they, he, he's like, it's going to take another hour, finish the surgery, took him four. He actually ended up finding another growth in her colon and a fifth growth in her left hip. So they removed all that. We've had a really meticulous doctor. Thank God. Um, they got all that out. Everything's all done there. Uh, we actually went both to uh, the place that we went to for her surgery and MD Anderson and asked about having a child. And they both said, you can do one round of getting eggs out. Um, that's it. Then the ovaries come out right after that. So we're like, we're going to do it. We'll take the chance. We're going to do it. So we found a place that was well, a fertility place that was willing to do it. They were all gung ho, knew our story said it was an amazing, amazing story. They're happy to do this for us. And then uh, if you guys remember March of 2020, that was COVID. Mm -hmm. So we uh, were going to go get her eggs removed uh, towards the end of March. And then she was going to get her ovaries taken out uh, towards the end of April because uh, she needed a month to heal from the procedure for the, um, sorry, yeah, with for the eggs. And um, COVID hits and that fertility place closed their doors on us and said, we can't help you. We're closing down. So, yeah, so we went from that and panicked and we're like, well, let's, we'll do whatever we can. So MD Anderson actually uh, had a facility out in Houston. I was living in DFW at the time, Dallas, Fort Worth area. And we were like, we'll drive down. We'll make it work during COVID if you guys are going to stay open. And um, we were lucky enough that somebody there said there's one other place that I know of. It's in the DFW area, the Dallas, Fort Worth area that's, that might still take patients. Give them a call. And they were like half the price too, because it was expensive to do it at MD. Yeah. So we, uh, Callie called them, they heard her story and they said, we're not taking any new patients, only people that are already pregnant because of COVID. But they said, um, your story is so crazy and we know you're on such a limited timeline. We'll take you in. So that was weird. I mean, you had to wear, you know, masks and like, you know, uh, get your hands clean as soon as you came in. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of procedures in place that, you know, it was really new for everybody. So we actually worked through all of that. Um, we had some friends of uh, ours that were willing to carry for us. Um, we were told that life's not a hallmark move and you'd have to ask people uncomfortably to make, you know, something like that work. But they actually graciously offered uh, to us. So we ended up um, uh, fast forward into November of uh, 2020. We, act, we found out that we were pregnant. And um, usually the first one doesn't take. It's only about a 50% chance if they put one in that it takes. Um, but this first one took. Uh, we had plenty. We weren't supposed to have that many, but Callie had a million eggs. So we had plenty of others to try, but this one took. Um, and so fast forward from there, nine months later, um, and we now have a, a little bit over one and a half year old, or actually right around one and a half year old daughter. And her name's Piper. Awesome. Um, uh, so did you do like, what do they call that? IVF or whatever? Yeah, I'm not sure the... I think that's what it would be. I'm not sure of the exact technical terms, but like I said, they took my stuff and Cali stuff and combined it. Do they have to pump her full of like hormones and shit? There's yeah. There's, is that, I hear that's fucking awful. It is. And that's the scary part for us with her is that it, it boosts your estrogen. Right. And we ended up uh, finding yeah. out during, we got an analysis of all of her stuff that they pulled out and it was a hundred percent estrogen driven. So, you know, that could boost her system to, you right. know, most cancers, you don't know where, you don't know why it's growing. 
and you right. don't know where it's generating from. So they try to kill it with chemo and radiation um, and, right. and remove it and hope it doesn't come back. Hers, it's it was mostly driven by her estrogen. So you take that yeah. source out, you take the uh, ovaries out, and you can kind of try to kill off the gross uh, that yeah. way. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Omni Bang Bang, Scott Ackerman and his wife did the IVF thing. And he was telling the story and he said his wife, like it was just, those shots were just so brutal that she said, like, I'm not fucking doing this ever again. <laughs> so Kelly happily did it, man. It, she was, you I mean, you feel real bloated. Um, and there's a reason, I mean, these eggs are getting big, like, you know, they're, yeah. they start real tiny and they end up getting huge for them to be able to take them out and make them viable for, um, people. And usually, uh, from what I understand with these procedures, usually they'll get a good, five to eight viable eggs callie had 26 oh shit <clears throat> so i mean she had that many more that were inflated that came out um usually you get who three, doesn't right you usually get you usually get two to three viable embryos that would be able to be implanted we had yeah. nine so you know awesome. we had plenty of all that stuff ended up working out really well that was probably the least stressful thing i mean the COVID thing yeah. and her cancer thing but um, since then, you know, the good news is we have a, a little baby girl um, yeah. asleep right now, but she's the cutest thing on the planet. Can't imagine life without her. And um, so far, uh, my wife has been cancer free. This will be the third year. She goes and gets an awesome. hand in December. So awesome. It's your all good news. Your wife's a fucking warrior, man. 100%, that's, man. That's awesome. Um, for those wondering, uh, we have permissions from all parties involved to discuss this. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You know, um, Bert, you know, the reason why, you know, it's funny that you were thinking of bringing this up also for a podcast like this. I know it's usually laid back and funny and we make fun of each other and stuff, but the reason why I want to bring this up and you and I talked about it, not enough people do. Not enough people talk about things like that, right? Life can get yeah, hard. Absolutely. And, and people in their thirties are dealing with somebody who has cancer that's life threatening. And, you know, for two weeks we had no clue would she live or would she not? And, you know, you're living yeah. in an unknown and there's a lot of words you can't put together. Again, we're not in a movie. Right. And so those are tough times and working through that wasn't easy. Um, you know, I still uh -huh. think about that stuff and it still affects me to this day. So I think it's important getting this kinds of things out here that there's some difficult stuff you're going to have to deal with and just be willing to open up to your friends and to your family if you need to, to a therapist, whatever it is. But, um, you know, get that word out there and have those conversations because it can it can take a toll on your health. Yeah, and and just you know, knowing you're not alone too. Um, uh, you listened to the uh, Taco Bell episode with uh, Mike Jack, where he talked about his struggle with addiction and stuff. And actually, um, I had uh, a person reach out to um, him. Um, he didn't give me any de details or anything, but he said, "Hey, somebody listened to the podcast and reached out to me and said they're struggling with something and wanted to talk." And I mean, shit, just having one person listen to this dumb fucking podcast and reach out is f like incredible. Like, I don't even have the words for it. So, um, you know, anyone dealing with anything similar, feel free to reach out. And, you know, Kevin, I'm sure you'll always be there to talk, give advice or whatever. Um, I didn't want to talk about uh, surrogacy. Um, I, I don't want to have to try to pronounce that word. <laughs> Just this next part part of the uh, conversation, but uh, how did how did that go about? Did your friend like just volunteer it? Did you ask him? How did that process work? Yeah, so they knew our story. Um, you know, whenever we first originally started this, a doctor had told us that's. I was like, you know, we have some. I have some friends in mind that I think would be great candidates to carry. I was like, do they like? 
hear our story and volunteer. And that's when he told me, he's like, Kev, life's not a Hallmark movie. He said, if you have people that you feel like would be a good fit that wanted, that would probably be willing to do it, you just need to ask. But I told him, I was like, I'm not asking. Like, we'll just pay for it. But you're talking, you know, I'll be open with you guys. You're talking the whole process. And then you also have to pay for the person to carry. You're talking over six figures to do it all. Yeah. It's very expensive. And somebody else carrying for you that's a friend, you're cutting about a third of that cost out, which is really helpful, right? So, but we were never going to ask. But those people heard our story, <clears throat> knew about us and all that kind of stuff. And it was at a dinner one night that um, my wife and his wife were out eating. And she said, I'd be honored if I could carry for you all. She had had two other kids. She was, she was a little bit older, but um, she was really wanting to, to do this for us, which was amazing. I didn't think anybody would want to. Yeah. And then a, a crazier thing. I mean, this is just how uh, great, a, you know, again, surround yourself with great people, right? Um, I had a poker night with a couple of other fraternity buddies that I had um, from back in the day. But I had a poker night. It was like two weeks later. And I let them know, hey, you know, we're going to work on trying to get pregnant. And three of those guys at night pulled me to the side and said, I wish you would have told me my wife would have been happy to carry for you. Wow. And that was crazy too. Like we thought we'd have nobody and we actually had a viable four different people. And one person called me later and said, I cleared it with my wife. If anything goes wrong with these other people that are carrying or they back out or for whatever reason, they don't get, you have to go through a lot of tests. Mm. If she doesn't pass any of that, he's like, <clears throat> will be second in line to, to help. Wow. That's amazing. Um, what's, so what's, it's hard because what's that experience like? Um, I guess it's similar. I guess this would be more of a question for your wife because it's the same to you because fucking who cares? Like, <laughs> like, it's not you who's pregnant, you know what I mean? But like, what's that process like of like, I don't say like third party, but like having, you know what I mean? Like, like taking someone else to the doctor's appointments and, you know, like doing all that. You know what I mean? Like, Yep, it's hard because to you like, as the guy, like, it's the fucking same. But like, <laughs> but well, on the other side of it, you're not like talking to the other person's belly, right, or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, so, what, what's that like? Very good question. Stuff we never thought about. It's awkward. Is probably the best way yeah. to put it. I went to a lot of the appointments um, that they had, but this is not my wife's body. This is somebody else's. Yeah, and they have to get up in there and do stuff. So like, I had to go stand in the corner and kind of face the corner and put myself in timeouts, <laughs> right? Uh, so I'm not looking because I wanted to. I told them when this started, I want to respect my friend and his wife and her privacy. So those are things you don't talk about, though. Like, what am I going to yeah. see when I go to a doctor's appointment? How <clears throat> comfortable you with me being in there? Another thing we didn't talk yeah. about: Are you comfortable with? I didn't put my head on her belly or anything. Again, I wanted to keep boundaries. But are you cool with my wife touching your belly and being having her head all up there and? talking yeah. to your stomach and stuff like that. That's weird. The other thing you don't think about is when they're giving birth, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was in the room, but I have a picture. I'm standing in the back in a closet, like just back there with my <laughs> hands clasped praying and that's it. I didn't want to see anything. So, um, you know, there's a lot of that stuff that in, it, privacy gets invaded and it can be a little uncomfortable. So it, yeah. it feels great when they're like, I'd love to carry for you. There's a lot to somebody else. that's yeah. not your wife carrying. Cause there's a lot of decisions that need to be made. So that makes it tough. I, I wonder how, I wonder how that situation changes um, based on uh, a, a friend doing it versus like paying a stranger. You know what I mean? If you ask me now, would I just front the money and pay the stranger or would I have my friends do it again? I would 100% front the money and pay a stranger. Really? Because, Why? because you can make, you make the decisions. It's a hundred percent. If you paid them, 
they're asking you what you want to do. It's your decisions. It's kind of like if your wife was pregnant, you guys could talk about it. You all can make yeah. the decision. It's not exactly like that if it's friends, right? You have another person that you respect and care about. You care about their well-being and their health. And then you have to kind of toss things around and have conversations and that can get uncomfortable. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if even if you don't have the money, I would say the safest thing to do is to just bite the bullet and pay somebody. And I mean, that's got to be a huge test of a friendship too you know because just how awkward things can get and um just how serious everything is very much um, so. what were those last two weeks like when you know you're getting around waiting waiting for baby to to come but you're not with these people because it's you know what i mean like you just sit around a phone like that that would be like the most nerve-wracking two weeks ever yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, that's what it is. You're kind of waiting, but we actually did a, a, because she had had a natural birth for the other two of her kids at, at like at a birthing center. Uh, we did that as well. So it was more of a planned thing as long as she didn't go early, which we didn't think she would. Uh, mm. All of her kids either went to term or went a little bit after both of her kids. So we mm. felt like we'd at least get to term. So she was actually like a day or two late um, uh, past it, mm. but it, it went well. We, it was planned. We all went up, showed up at the same time around eight o'clock at night. And we had a kid at, at uh, midnight 30 that same night. So, cool. Hey, fuck two and a half hours. Can't beat that. Four and a half math, eight to nine, <laughs> 11, 12, 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget which one of my kids, I think it was Sawyer or third. Um, <clears throat> by the time we got to the hospital and had the kid, it was like, 40 minutes because wow. um, uh, Kate didn't think that she needed to go to the hospital. And I kept telling her she needed to go to the hospital and uh, we barely made it. So <laughs> it's uh it's pretty crazy. Um, I just want to say uh, any women out there who are willing to be surrogates to um, not only put their bodies through it, but their health, because you never know with pregnancies, like something catastrophic can happen like during the birthing process. And like it, it can be very serious um, to to go through all that to give the gift of life to someone else is that's like superhero shit to me. I'm, I think that's like the most incredible thing you can do for someone. So um, kudos to any women out there who have or who are thinking about doing it. You guys are fucking superheroes in my book. For sure. You get the burn appetite stamp of approval. Bite <laughs> of the night. <laughs> Bite of the oh night. My God. <laughs> uh, that's why I keep your outs gay. Speaking of bite, right. did you try the placenta? No. <laughs> oh my God, no. Uh, come on. No. Um... Speaking of placenta, let's get into some food talk. Uh, Kevin, you your transitions burning, I swear, dude. <laughs> what's your experience with fast food, uh, fast casual restaurants? I think a little like birdie a of- told me you used to work at a, a fast casual, um, very authentic uh, style food place. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Sure. I had a couple of um, run-ins with food places. So I think like most people, uh, high school, I think you guys talked about it last episode, we were allowed off campus. So me and a buddy would drive off campus. We only had 30 minutes. We'd either go to Wendy's or Burger King and we would just cram food real quick and go back to school because we just wanted to get away. 
Uh, never took advantage of it. Always came back to class. I know a lot of other people, like they said, people get in trouble for, you know, staying off campus. But so there was a lot of that in high school, a lot of that in college. Uh, you know, you don't want to make anything. And I actually had a, a decent part-time job while I was in college and stuff so I could afford some food, not all the cheap tacos at, um, you know, Taco Bell or whatever, but Jack in the Box, those were good. So anyway, so I've had a lot of experience with that, but like a lot of other people that are turning my age or getting older, fast food all the time, every day is not really good for you. You start feeling it. So I uh, haven't had near as much. Um, I did have some Taco Bell tonight, though. Uh, I did mm. that in your, in the beginning you of you, Bernie. Uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm. Uh, and then I did a Doritos Locos Taco and a Chalupa. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Tried those fries, too. They don't cook them fresh. It was, like, soggy. and it was Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to talk about fries. Yeah, so that was, I was expecting better. So um, just had that. But as you said, so I've actually worked at um, I worked at El Chico as a Mexican restaurant. When I, my first job, I was 15 years old. Um, I was a host there. And then I went to Wingstop for like three weeks and hated it. So I quit. And then uh, for a year, one of my favorite jobs, I worked at Subway. Um, mm, a sandwich master. What do they call I you guys? A sandwich artist. Artist, that's right. Yeah, I think I could sorry, I was so fucking far off. <laughs> Did they teach you how to cut the bread the old way where you just yeah. take the top off and then you put it back on? I used to cut the bread the old way, yeah. <clears throat> I was really good at that. So, um, but I, like I said, I enjoyed it just interacting with the customers, seeing all the unique stuff that they made and everything. It was actually a fun job, and the day would, would go by quickly. Lunch rush was, and there's a line out the door the whole time. Um, dinner was a little slower. And then uh, the, the last place I worked in regards to food was uh, Olive Garden. So I was a server at Olive Garden for about a year. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, right? We're in agreement? <sighs> yeah, I mean, people suck. It, it no, you're talking about the food. Talking about the food. Oh, the food. You know, no, Ita- Italian people suck too, but I'm talking <laughs> about the food that they serve. <laughs> I wasn't talking about Italian people. Serving people sucks. Um, you know, I don't, I don't hate it. I, I even worked there and actually didn't dislike it. I really like their Alfredo sauce. Um, uh, some so other stuff like, isn't the greatest. So you like but, butter? Yes. <laughs> butter and cheese? Alfredo sauce, it's like 90% butter probably. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, they have a very clean kitchen. Like people would be scrubbing on their hands and knees in there at the end of the night to make sure it was clean. Um, we had a guy that was, um, bald and no beard or anything and he would wear hairnet on his face and hairnet on his head um and probably one of the crazier stories i've I've had a few but probably one of the crazier ones was some lady was by herself at lunch eating seafood alfredo i actually remember what she ordered and i brought it out and she ate probably almost all of it and then at the end of it the she had called for me to some some other waiter came up to me and said hey this lady wants to talk to you i walk over there and uh she goes um i have a hair in my food and I looked down on her food, and there's a long black hair in there, about this long. Right. I look at the hair in her food. Food's almost gone. I look at the hair in her head. I look yeah, at the hair in the did. food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I look at the hair in her head, and I go, really? You want to do this? She goes, yeah, I have a hair in my food. So I ran to the back, and I got the manager, and I pulled him over to where our cook was, who was the bald guy wearing the hair nets everywhere. I go, dude, somehow you got a long pubic hair <laughs> in her seafood Alfredo. And she's complaining and wants her money back. And believe it or not, though, she plucked her own hair, put it in there. We gave her her money back because the customer's always right. That's fucking bullshit. I hate that. 
I hate yeah. that whole narrative. The customer's always right. It's stupid. Fuck that. It's stupid. She just wanted a free meal. Yeah, she does. She probably does that fucking everywhere she goes. Yeah. I mean, at least bring a bag of some other person's hair. <laughs> so it's not the same. Maybe no. so I have some kind of question, but it was obvious. I'm like, really, lady, you want to do this? Yep. Put those people on a carnival cruise ship, all right, <laughs> with the rest of the people that do that shit and fucking sink it right in the middle of the ocean, baby. Yeah. No one will care. No one will care. <laughs> does anyone who does that just keep a record of it in all the restaurants? Give them a free trip on a cruise ship. They'll go. They live for the free shit. They'll go. And so. fucking Titanic 2. <laughs> With the sex in the car, too. Uh, all right. Well, we went to Red Robin this week. Kevin, um, now's a good time for you to let us know what the chef's diss sound of the week is, and that will explain why my intro was so fucking awful. I guess we so, think along the same line. So you asked me earlier, right before we started all this, what is it going to be? And I told you it was going to be Red Robin, yuck which I assume mm-hmm. was going to be your start as well. So. Yep. That's what I was going to do. And then uh, you said that was your chef's diss sound. So then I had to uh, improvise. It's a terrible <laughs> so I went with Red Robin <laughs> bum, um, which doesn't make sense. So then I had to add the poopy part. <laughs> Maybe you should cut that part out and do this at the end and think of something different. Nah. <laughs> I didn't think so. You think Dwayne's gonna edit this fucking show? <laughs> Hell no, he's not, dude. Hey, did you listen to Manny's episode? I did. I, I could tell you were trying to edit out the. I um, edited out a shit ton. The double cricket so- sounds in there. For- yeah, that was pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah, but I could tell because you were. I guess you were repeating yourself. So yeah. there I was could, an there was an odd sort of echo type of situation going on. A lot of lag that night. Yeah, it was uh, super weird. Um, all right, so Red Robin. Um, not a place I thought we would uh, get to, uh, at least this early on in this uh, show's life. Um, gotta say, I was uh, a little excited. I'm a, I'm, I don't go out of my way to go to Red Robin. I probably haven't been there in four or five years, but I'm, all, I'm down. If someone says you want to go to Red Robin, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go to Red Robin. So <clears throat> Kevin and Dwayne both picked items that I was going to pick um, <laughs> off the menu. So uh, Kevin, you're a guest, though. What did you get? What were your thoughts? And uh, what do you give it? Sure. So um, the food I picked was the Scorpion Gourmet Burger. And I said, actually, get it with the onion rings. I knew somebody else would get the fries because um, I actually, obviously, I've been there before. And believe it or not, the person that, um, his wife carried for us, uh, he and I's go-to place was red Robin, um, mm. just to go hang out, have a couple beers. And we actually love, which I made a mistake, not telling you guys about, but Dwayne got to enjoy it. The campfire Mayo they have there. I don't know if y'all have done, had done that yet, but never heard of it. No, oh, man, I should have said something. I made a mistake, but that's, may- me- that's Mayo with dirt in it. Pretty much. <laughs> but it tastes way better. <laughs> Interesting. It's like a spicy Mayo. mayo. Yeah. So, um, the oh you forgot to say about the uh chef's kiss kumsi kumsar chef's diss but i already know the rules yeah you know the rules yeah <laughs> so for anybody who's new listening I, i'll have to rate all this stuff as we go through it all so bernie um, forgets his own segments all the time don't worry <laughs> yeah, i know you had to remind him last time they know. the audience knows <laughs> um so anyway scorpion gourmet burger onion rings um man the onion rings are great uh fried perfectly crispy 
Um, they add so much more to it. I did one onion ring by itself, but if there's so much more to it, if you dip it in the campfire mayo, which I think if we got the uh, onion ring appetizer, that's what it comes with. That's how my friend and I actually ended up finding out about the mayo. And I just dip everything in that there. Um, so for the burger though, cause that's what really we got it for and, and to grade it, I was yeah, really enough, excited enough about teasing us here. Let's get got to, it. let's get to the main course, baby. Really excited about trying this burger. I love really hot stuff. I've done wing challenges and stuff like that and beat those. Um, but man, this burger, I didn't feel like it had much flavor. It, the sauce was there. You could taste a little bit of the sauce, but it was not near as spicy. If you're going to call it a scorpion burger, it's gotta be hot. Um, but it wasn't near as spicy as I thought. I know they had like jalapeno, fried jalapeno chips in there. I couldn't even taste them. I was eating them. And I couldn't even taste anything in it. Um, so, and, and again, just the, it was the only flavor I had out of it was just the sauce, which was okay. So I'd probably give it a kumsi kumsa. Okay. So I'll read a brief description of this real quick, and then I'll give you my thoughts. Uh, scorpion pepper sauce, pepper jack, cheese, fried jalapeno coins, uh, lettuce, tomato, pickles, red onions, jalapenos, roasted in scorpion sauce, and roasted garlic aioli. So two things of scorpion sauce, uh, two things of jalapenos, pepper jack cheese. Um, now, um, I don't know if any of you guys have had scorpion uh, peppers before have you Dwayne? i know Dwayne fucking hasn't no. Stay, have you had a scorpion pepper before i have not no um so i've had them before on wing like in a wing sauce uh, at a place down the street from where i lived in uh, columbus there was a part of my life right before covid where i was all about finding the spiciest wings anywhere near me and having at it and i had these scorpion pepper wings and they were the second hottest thing I've ever fucking had in my life. Miserable experience. Ate all of them, but it was fucking miserable. I've only not been able to eat one thing. Um, this is not fucking scorpion sauce on this burger. I don't know what the fucking sauce is, but it's not. This is the typical fast food like when Burger King says ghost pepper, blah 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 blah. No, and I know why. Like they can't fucking put scorpion sauce on this burger and sell right. it. They're trying to sell hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> not not to and, like and 1 not be sued. Who would take this yeah. And not be sued pepper. by people. Um this I this I was so fucking disappointed with this burger. It wasn't spicy at all. At all. I was taking a bite, I was, I was eating it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Now they have three categories of burgers at this place. And I don't fucking know the difference between any of them. But they have gourmet burgers. They have finest burgers. Those are the real sexy burgers. <laughs> Those are the thick bundle ones. <laughs> Nicki Minaj burgers. Um, and collabs. And then there's tavern burgers. Okay. Why? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck these are. But Scorpion Burger follows under the gourmet burger um, line. I gotta, I gotta give it a shot this because it was not fucking hot. It didn't. The burger, uh, fuck. The burger itself was good. It's they make good burgers. It wasn't a bad burger, but it didn't deliver on what it promised. So should that push it to Kumsi Kumsa? Because the burger wasn't bad. Nope. You want know fuck Red Robin? <laughs> if you promise me scorpion, it's gotta at least be a little hot. 
I know it's not going to be Scorpion, but it's got. Like, there has to be something. If Dwayne ate this burger, it gets a fucking chef's disc. <laughs> that should be the rule. <clears throat> that's a, that's a struggle I had. It wasn't as hot as I was hoping it was going to be, but the burger. Red Robin, yuck. <laughs> chef's disc. Dwayne, I'll go to you next. If you ate this burger, it's definitely a fucking chef's disc. Yeah, uh, I was scared to eat this burger because my, uh, my pussy. No, because I used to eat spicy shit all the time. You wait, you'll get older. It's not the same. <laughs> uh, I thought this thing was gonna ruin me, and then I bit into it. One, it had pickles, so I hated that. But honestly, above the pickle, all I could taste was tomato. Like it wasn't spicy. I couldn't taste anything. I was like, what is wrong with this? This is supposed to be spicy. Yeah. So I'm going chef's disc too. Red ramen yuck. Skay? I feel like we're uh, interrupting uh, something here with you, Skay. I was just <laughs> I was right? just writing an outro here. I was going up for the I kind of agree with you guys. It wasn't as good as perhaps some other burgers that are upcoming. Uh, but it was still okay. The onion rings with it um, added to it. The onion rings were really good. I like onion mm-hmm. rings a lot. Um, so If you had the campfire mayo. Had I had campfire mayo, perhaps you know there would have been something to it. But um, I, I'm, I'm giving it a kumsi kumsa. It wasn't that great. Um, it was okay, though. It was edible. I didn't mind it too bad. Do you prefer fries or the onion rings? Uh, hmm. If I had to, if I, if you had a gun to my head and told me to pick fries or onion rings, hmm, I might have to go. Yeah, it depends on the day, man. Like, uh, I, I, I like both. I like both. Their onion, both? their onion rings are uh, smaller. They're not like obnoxious. But onion. they're good, like nice thick yeah. slabs of onion. Yeah, they got a like, and I, they got a onion. Good uh, crispy shell on it too. Like right. it doesn't yeah. fall apart. Like it doesn't it just good. go onion when you bite into it. Right. I'm not um, a I'm not a big onion ring guy, but I do enjoy their onion rings here. I like onion rings a lot. They're good wherever. Um, I, I give it a kumsi kumsa. I would man, fries versus onion rings though. I I, I think you uh, fries are like standard. Like fries are always good. Onion rings is like a once in a while thing for me. Ski would have been shot. You have a gun to my head and uh fry me a fry onion fry. Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> decide. Like, no. He's like, what day is it? <laughs> yeah, I would have shot him about halfway through that spiel. I'm like, All right, buddy. Sorry. All right. Well strong feelings both ways. We're gonna hop around here. Do, so Kevin, um, you had never had this before then? I had not. No, I was excited for it. I thought it. maybe you had had it before, and you were like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." When I first saw the menu, this was this was the item that I immediately saw and was like, I'm, "This is my my pick it." And Kevin picked it. I was like, "Fuck!" I'm sure you're <laughs> glad you didn't pick it now. Yeah, it sucked. I didn't like yeah. it. <laughs> uh, well, um, we're gonna hop back and forth between burger and then another item, and then burger and then another item. So um, let's get. Uh, well, since we're talking rings here, we'll do my my item. So let me get the full name of this guy here. I got the cinnamon sugar dope 
ring shorty, which means that there's four instead of eight. Um, they're basically like cronuts, uh, little cronut rings, um, with uh, caramel and fudge dipping sauces. Um, they were fine. <laughs> they were fine. I didn't think they were particularly great. I didn't think they were awful either. They were, uh, they were my definition of kumsi kumsa. <laughs> you know, they were Goldilocks. You know, um. I think they could have been better. They were really small too. Um, whenever the, she brought them out, um, I took these home because um, I knew my my wife would want some of them. But I had also eaten two burgers and uh, Skay's items, <laughs> so uh, I could afford to take something. Uh, Don't forget uh, the endless fries. <laughs> I didn't go endless fries. I just picked a couple. Um, but yeah, they were they were. Kind of too small for my liking, honestly, for a whole dessert item. Uh, they were flaky enough. They were uh, covered in cinnamon sugar and everything. I just thought they were just okay. I wouldn't order them again. Kumsi uh, kumsa for me. Skay, what did you think of the 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 dope shorties? So I did. I was able to eat these at the restaurant at the end of the meal. Um, wow, they were much. fairly warm and fresh and tasty. Uh, there was nothing spectacular here. Um, they did. I think they come with two different dipping sauces, like a yeah. chocolate yeah, and a caramel. caramel chocolate. Which one uh, did you like better? I think the caramel I liked better. I didn't. I agree. I, for some reason, I didn't write it here in my notes. Um, but I think the caramel was better than the chocolate. Um, that said, I'm going to give them a kiss. They were good. Mm-hmm. They weren't great, but they were good enough to uh, be worthy of the kiss. All right, Kevin. Yeah, so my notes, they were tiny uh, when they brought out. We did a, just the half, the small one, the small version of it. They were a lot smaller than what they look in the picture. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, too. They look massive in the picture. Like, like they're going to be almost not like full donuts, but like a little smaller than a full donut. They're like the size of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Minute, minuscule, <laughs> shorties, <Nice>. microscopic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry, go and, ahead. Yeah, it's okay. So uh, <laughs> just like your dick talking about it, uh, it was very cinnamon smell- smelling, though. It smelled great when they brought them out. So, famously. Um, my dick is famously cinnamon smelling. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, uh, the good thing is we were able to – I didn't eat two burgers and everything else and, you know, all stuff. We were able to kind of split a few things. So I was actually excited about trying this. Um, I'll say I tried a bite without anything on it. It was oh, – eh. It was, I couldn't even taste the cinnamon on it. Um, but then I actually put the fudge and the caramel on it together. That made it better. Oh, and then Dwayne had a great idea. Oh, oh, you got to steal my fudge. I'm not going to, I'm not going, I'm not going to. Green had a, (laughs) Dwayne had a great idea that put it above (laughs) the top that made it amazing, actually. But I'm not going to steal his thunder. I'll let him bring that up. But to me, they were, they were good enough (laughs) to be a a chef's kiss Uh, with the fudge and the caramel on it. To me, it made it a chef's kiss. He put his own whipped cream on it, didn't he? <laughs> Go ahead, Dwayne. Tell, tell us, you're, you're tell close. us what you did here. You're close. You dipped it in the other item, I bet. No, well, we took the whipped cream from the other item and put it on mm. with the fudge and the caramel. Oh, my mm. God. It, it changed things, dude. That, that would have been my bite of the night <laughs> if we could have included that on it. But they didn't. I don't know why they don't bring whipped cream out with them because it changed 
everything. We have a strict rule: no performance enhancing. I know. Yeah. That's why I said just Chef's Kiss. <laughs> we, uh, I, I was like, man, bite of the, I have in my notes, bite of the night if you if you add whipped cream to those things. See, but I'm, I'm more on Bernie's level. Like the the donut itself, like had no flavor. Yeah. Like without the the caramel and the fudge, it was it wouldn't be anything. So I'm gonna go Kumsi Kumsa for that reason. But when you put all the stuff together and just, I mean, you could put that on a French fry; it'd probably be good too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you put <laughs> caramel and chocolate and whipped cream on anything; and it's gonna be fucking biting. Hey, you can include char- the chocolate and caramel; it comes with it, so that's right, why it's yeah. a chef's kiss that's for me. Part of the grating. But you can't include. You cannot include the whipped cream. So no. no. But see, to me, the the it's a donut that they advertise, and that part kind of. Not that great. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a donut though, because it's flakier than a donut. I called it a cronut because it had the, the like flakiness of like a croissant donut. See, ours was kind of puffy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't recall mine being very flaky. Just regular hmm. fried dough. You think it was like a donut though? It definitely wasn't a. Yeah, it's like a fried dough though. I yeah. mean, it wasn't. I mean, that's what a donut is. It wasn't a bagel. I know that. <laughs> Right. It's a fried ring of I'm pretty sure my bartender called it called them cronuts. So, um, whatever. Who cares? Uh, hey, funny part. Uh, what? What? Since we're on the bartender thing, we walked in and we we're like, uh, and she's like, "Do you want a seat or do you want to sit at the bar?" And we're like, "Well, we need a little room, like table room." And then we looked, like there was like one table that had people in the whole restaurant. So we're like. She's like, you can sit in the bar area. He'll come over. I'm like, okay, we'll just sit in the bar area. Yeah, we pulled up. It'll be easier. (laughs) We pulled up, and the the parking lot was packed. And I'm like, man, it's going to be busy in here. But to the right of Red Robin was a place that's known, well-known out here, a Mexican place called Lupe Tortilla, which is really good uh, Mexican food. And um, that's where everybody was at. They were not in Red Robin. (laughs) It was pretty sad. I have the exact opposite uh, no way! No way! My place had weight. I walked in there and saw a big group around the door waiting, and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Because this place was like a half hour away. So I'm like, if I drove a half hour fucking out here to sit here and have to wait forty minutes to eat Red Robin, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> There's one seat at the bar that I was able to squeeze into, so I didn't have to wait. Um, but I went on around. You was pissed off because you ordered three meals. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this guy eating? Jesus. I went on Veterans Day and they're doing like a free burger for um oh yeah. Uh for uh you know, the, the the guys with the orange cones that are on the uh, airship carries that point people where the war is. <laughs> those guys get the free burgers. Um uh, so they were passing those out. Hey, um, I didn't see but you it was waving fucking any back, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I was in the back. <laughs> Um, ice cream cones. <laughs> um, yeah, it was packed. Um, whenever I went, I mean, would have been the first time I ever had to wait. And to be honest, I don't know if I would have. <laughs> Probably would have just driven out. Uh, you had a little bit of a wait at uh, Texas Roadhouse. Don't lie. And it was like, yeah, you're right. I guess it was about ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, I forgot we waited outside, but we were also waiting on someone too, so it was kind of even. Yeah, you were waiting on two people actually that evening. Yeah, yeah, the two people that lived in that town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, 
because we already discussed whipped cream, we might as well get Skay's over and save the other burger for last. Skay, what was your item? I chose the strawberry milkshake. Uh, I saw it on the menu. I love strawberry milkshakes, so I had to get it. Um, I have to give it a chef's kiss. Um, very shaky. Lots of strawberry in there. And I do love, they give you the big, you know, regular old milkshake glass, t- nice tall glass of milkshake. And they give you the little sidecar, the little extra cup of milkshake that they took out of the blender. So you get a little like refill when you're about halfway through. God damn, do I love that. Um, it's a chef's kiss. It's a tasty shake. Can't beat it. Okay. Dwayne? Uh, this this is not a chef's kiss. <laughs> How do you have a problem? How do you have issues with it? It had no flavor. It didn't even taste like strawberry. What? The whipped cream was the best part of the whole damn thing, and I put that on the donut. How did it mine not taste nice like strawberry? I mine had nice chunks it had of no actual flavor. strawberry. It had did no you see flavor. him make it? If you were in the bar area, did you see him make it? No. Hmm. But interesting. It didn't really have any flavor to it. If it did have strawberry, I'm not a huge strawberry fan, so that wouldn't have made a difference, honestly. But it had zero strawberry flavor. What are you a fan of? <laughs> Meat and potatoes. Missionary sex position. Missionary <laughs> yeah. sex, meat and potatoes. Hey, well, I, like I didn't ask to be on this podcast. You asked me. <laughs> so shut up. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, chef's diss. Red Just Robin. Yuck. Wow. <laughs> milkshake. Jesus Christ. It wasn't even a good milkshake. It was shitty all the right the way around. The whipped cream was good. That was about it. Kevin, I, I guarantee you guys shared one straw, didn't you? Where you yeah, we suck, did. No, you they had suck half straws. of it. No, we, we, we got out. real close and you no, each had one straw and they, they each like almost kiss and they just suck it. It's <laughs> the first reference to our date night. I'm surprised you didn't make fun of me earlier for going on a date with Dwayne. That's what all do. Um, so I did taste the strawberry, but there were no strawberry chunks. Um, I like strawberries by themselves, um, but I don't like strawberry ice cream. And I'll put it, you know, while I was like taking a sip of it, I started thinking like, you know, the Neapolitan ice cream they come out with, the vanilla, the chocolate, the strawberry. Chocolate was eaten first by me, followed by the vanilla, and the strawberry would stay in the freezer and get freezer burned and i throw it away. That's just how little I like strawberry. Um, but with that, it was it was a strawberry milkshake. It tasted how I expected it to taste like. Like Dwayne said, the the whipped cream, we actually had sprinkles and stuff on it too. The whipped cream was the best part of it. Um, but there was nothing special about it for me just because I don't like the strawberry milkshake. So it was a come-see-come-saw for me. Um, I ordered mine to go, but I had it there. Um, so I I didn't get that extra shame, little bit. Shame had it in the car. Uh, <laughs> no, I, well, I mean, I finished it in the car, but I didn't <laughs> have it eating. Um, I watched her make it. They use actual strawberries while making this. I watched her cut the little green tip off the strawberry and put it in the blender and do all that shit. Not ours. <laughs> and it tasted like it, too. It This was a legit milkshake. This was good. I loved it. It was almost my bite of the night. I was thinking about making this my bite of the night, and I'm like, I can't make a fucking strawberry milkshake my bite of the night. <laughs> it was fucking good. 
No complaints. It was big chunks of strawberry, little chunks of strawberry. Just looking at the picture, you could tell they actually used strawberries while making this milkshake. It wasn't like a pool lever and some pink ooze comes out of it. And who fucking knows? I think ours was. Like, and ours was like, chunks. ours did not have any of that in it. So ours must have been some pull the lever. Or, she, she, or they some, just did it half ass. One of the yeah. two. For some reason, they make this at the bar <laughs> in, the, in my Red Rabbit. I don't know why the ice cream machine is there, but it is. And I watched her do it, and it fucking awesome. It, yeah, it, hard pressed to get a better milkshake anywhere because it's a legit actual milkshake. So, chef's kiss from me. Almost my buy of the night. We don't have any buy of the night so far. Could history could history be made? <laughs> what is going to happen here? We have one item left. Are people abstaining from their by the nights and when history will not be made? Or are you about to fucking witness the most insane event ever on Burn Appetite history for by the nights? Dwayne, what was your item? I got the limited time. Name, it was limited time pretzel bacon cheese beer cheeseburger. Not just any cheese. It was a beer cheese. That's not even the name of it, Dwayne. That is the name of it. I thought it was called a... F- no, I got the beer cheese one. I didn't okay. get the fondue one. It's Did literally you get the wrong the one? No, I got the right one, but it's the fucking same thing. It's a different bun. <laughs> yeah, it's a different bun. It's literally the only difference. Sorry, go ahead. For the listeners I... at home, real quick, it does come with a dipping... Like cheese. cheese. There's a there's Beer a bowl cheese. of cheese that comes with you could dunk your burger into or uh, smother it all over the top or whatever. I dip my new, fries in it. I dip new Belgium. In it. <laughs> new Belgium. Yeah. fat tire beer cheese. By the way, it's which brand. they don't sell. <laughs> they don't sell fat tire. Yeah, I was like, can I get a fat tire? They're like, funny story. <laughs> that cheese has fat tire in it. We don't have it. I'm like, what? Can you just bring me a pint glass full of cheese, please? <laughs> yeah, so Irvin was our server, and he actually gave us the inside tip that this is not a beer cheese. It doesn't have any beer in it because we called him on it. We're like, how do you not have the fat tire on tap if you have a beer cheese in the back that has fat tire? And he goes, this doesn't have any fat tire in it. It's just cheese. Uh-oh. <laughs> what that means? Just sponsored by fat tire. Yeah. False advertising. Like False. We should have sued him. Now, it could be in there, and it just came in a bag, so he doesn't know, too. Who knows? We'll have to get clarification, because this may disqualify this item and have four <laughs> automatic chef's disses. <laughs> Anyways, I loved it. With and without the cheese. Without, it, you ate it without the cheese? Well, you, you got to try both. You got to see the, you know. See what the difference is, but no, no, sir. I mean, one bite without the cheese, and then the rest were all cheese, <laughs> cheese all the time. And I did. I put the cheese on the French fries. I put it on the onion ring. <laughs> I, I didn't put it on the donut, but uh, <laughs> I probably could have. <laughs> I liked it. I would get this again for sure. Chef's kiss, bite of the night. <laughs> oh, another new sound effect, Dwayne. Wow, really going all out with your editing here. Sound boy, where did you get that sound? Send me the link to that file. 
got terrific penis. Uh, <laughs> Who'd you call next? You, since you okay. guys shared a burger. Yeah. You guys so, shared this burger. Oh, man. Yeah, we shared both. Big mistake? Kind of was. Um, yeah. So the <laughs> fries, I'm not a big fan of the thick fries. Um, but you don't like the steak the, fries? That with the, I do not. But that with the beer cheese or with the campfire mayo, man, bomb.com. Both were really good uh, with the fries. Um, so the burger itself, it kind of had like a flame broil taste to it. So it tasted something totally different than the scorpion burger, which was surprising yeah. to me. So maybe that's the gourmet versus their specialty versus whatever. I don't know how they cooked it differently, but there was a different taste to it, which was good. Um, I'm not a big fan of like really thick buns. So the pretzel bun kind of threw it off for me a little. Oh my God. You like, go ahead, bun? Bernie, go ahead, Bernie. <laughs> Give me the bun joke. I said, you like, you like white buns, go ahead. <laughs> flat buns. You're a white um, man. Go ahead. <laughs> But um, the the quote unquote beer cheese made the burger even better. Um, so by far it was the best thing I had um, that night. And uh, the great thing about Irvin, our server, we let him know, hey, we brought in the, the Burn Appetit flag and let him know we were doing it for a, a podcast. So he's like, hey, you guys want extra fries? And he said, we actually have different ones if you want to try some in the back. So I know these don't count, but we got garlic fries. They took you in the back? Whoa. Yes. No, they did not. They brought it from the back. Garlic fries and sweet potato fries. <clears throat> and those garlic fries with that cheese. Oh, my God. I wish I would have ordered that. Because <laughs> another thing that would have been a, chef kiss, a chef's kiss or a bite of the night if we could have done that. But we just had the regular fries with the cheese. But that was really good. So I didn't even know they had all those options. I had no clue either. You Fuckers mooching off my good name. This is bullshit. <laughs> I didn't get this treatment. What he was even like, like, he was even like, I'm not gonna charge you, but I'm gonna bring you all the fries we have. We're like, yes. Yeah. Bernie's gonna be jealous. That's the mistake you make, Bernie. You don't want to tell anybody because you just want to look like this <laughs> shameful guy who hadn't had a meal in three days. No, trust me, I wouldn't I tell people who are looking at why I'm ordering so much. I let it be known that I have a podcast. They just don't give a shit. <laughs> well this guy did he was cool so we asked for his name and he did it well, and shared some and we were the only people in the restaurant so that's I mean, true too <laughs> did you let him know the name of the show and where to listen Dwayne? yeah i, I yep. gave him my card yep okay there you go well, your card just say father rana it's just Dwayne yeah. the pod father across the stream media.com <laughs> just just my name producer host co-host all right, so Chef's Kiss from Kevin by the Chef's Night, kiss. you said? No. No, by the night. Not by the night, sorry. Oh. Didn't man. have the right stuff with it. I should have included Campfire Mayo, and we should have gotten the garlic the garlic uh, fries instead, and that would have been fine. But it was very, it was, it was really, really, really good. It was the best thing I had there that night. History thwarted on Burn Appetit. I'm not going to just give it to make history. I wish I could. So sorry. Uh, I, know I, got, fair. I got so excited there for a minute. I respect that. Um, well, yeah, but hold on. If you go back to Red Robin tomorrow, are you getting that? That burger? No, I'd probably try something different. Again, the pretzel bun also throws it off for me. I'm not a jokes aside. I'm not a big fan of like the really thick bun like that. I know a lot of people love the pretzel stuff. I would have rather have had that on a regular bun with the cheese. I love a pretzel bun. Yeah, pretzel buns are way better. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not a fan of it. They're overrated. The hype is. <laughs> I'd probably get the the uh, the other cheese lover one, the fondue one. 
Actually, I'd get both and then compare them side by side. Yeah, and see if the cheese is different. Yeah. No. Uh, I guess I'll go next. I fucking loved it. I thought the burger was awesome. Uh, I love pretzel bun. That's already a big win off the bat. And just dipping that fucking thing in that giant bowl of cheese. I was like a happy little toddler. <laughs> it was like... And everything was going in there. Fries, onion rings. Um, I almost ordered extra cheese just to bring it home. In case I had other shit at home, I want to dip in the cheese. Did I really dough, enjoyed it. Your dough rings in there? I didn't finish all of the scorpion burger. I had a couple bites left. I made sure I finished this burger. Um, I, I loved it. It is chef's kiss by the night for me. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> this soundboard is worth all the money. <laughs> Um, chef's kiss for me i loved it i thought it was fucking awesome skay um uh bernie did you have any bonus items here i did not because i ate two burgers a milkshake (laughs) and a dessert okay yeah that had onion rings and unlimited french fries with it so i'm gonna take bonus items a brief moment here to talk about my bonus item. What? Um, yeah, I had a bonus, bonus item. item? As, right. as with most or some of the restaurants we have been to already this season, uh, these guys make an old-fashioned. And I had it. It was Shut the, the fuck up. You had an old-fashioned at Fred Robin? They make, yeah, I did, with lunch. Um, <laughs> they make a, what they, they call a gold-fashioned. Uh, it's yellow-ish. And it has Grand Marnier in it. Um, that's like the the gold, I guess, part of it. Bonus. Um, it was not that great. Uh, <laughs> it, it's no, a lot of orange. That Grand Marnier adds a lot of orange flavor to it, which was not like ideal for like any old old fashioned. Um, but I would give this a coomsy coomsa if it was on the grading scale. Um, but back to the beer cheeseburger. Chef's kiss, bite of the night. This was fucking awesome. It was wow. really good. Um, the cheese, the the dunking cheese. I wouldn't even call it dipping. It was dunking cheese. Oh. Fucking tasty. Oh. You smother that shit on anything, man. It was really good. Uh, so, yeah, chef's kiss, bite of the night for sure. That was a great burger. Much better than the scorpion burger. I was disappointed. I took uh, my employees out to lunch for our last day of the year for this meal. And my kid, my one kid ordered the beer cheeseburger without prompting. He was, that's just what he was going to pick. So I was like, all right, good. I'm going to have some of that. I wish I would have got that fucking burger instead of the scorpion burger. It was <laughs> damn good. Really, really good. So yeah, you, chef's kiss. Do you think if we titled this episode Duncan Cronuts that people would get confused? Yeah. I think we're doing Probably. Yes. Mm. For sure. But I like puns. What about the That's not even really a pun. That's just the Duncan, Duncan cheese. Duncan Wow, Dwayne. This is why you are not allowed to say this. <laughs> Duncan cheese. What did you title the you titled the big rib uh MacDonald, you need to spell McDonald's right. <laughs> That's how they used to spell it, by the way. 
Okay. Yeah, back in the, back when you were a child. Yes. Like in McDonald's was first invented. Uh, fucking Michael Keaton over here getting his first ever McDonald's burger. Oh, boy. No, that would have been Skay because he had the shake maker, and Skay's all about the shakes. <laughs> I do. I like the shake. Dude, McDonald's shakes. Oh, man. If all we right. go back to McDonald's again, I'm getting a strawberry shake there. That's true. <laughs> No, sir. It's banned. All right. <laughs> well, that just leaves two more segments left to do. Now we got to rank it, uh, rate it, uh, scale to one to ten. One being the lowest, ten being the highest per canon on the show. Kevin, as our guest, you get to go first. What do you give Red Robin on a scale of one to ten? Oh man, I had koozie kumsaws and two chefs kisses, and I didn't have really a bite of the night. So, but it's overall, it's yeah, yeah, the whole thing. So, and I'll say, I mean, look, the server was great. Mall. Just give us the overall. Um, I'll give it a five point two five. Whoa, tough. Kevin's tough. Lodi, Dwayne. I'm going to go 8.5. Wow. Whoa. I, I enjoyed almost everything we had, and uh, service was good. I had friends there. It was a great time, good experience. 8.5. 8.5, huh? Okay. Uh, I'll go next because Gay goes last, or at least that's what I think happens on this show. Um <laughs> I'm torn here because if the meal was just the beer cheeseburger, onion rings, milkshake, this is getting an 8.5 territory with Dwayne because this is a bomb ass meal. But the cronuts and the scorpion burger, I was like, man, I think you could do Red Robin and have a really great time. I think if you make the right selections, you're 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 in for a good time. <sighs> Unfortunately, those two items bring I have to bring it down. The question is how far down. I I, I can't give it six territory. That's too that's too hard. I'm gonna go seven point two five. Not bad. It's eight and a half plus territory with just those other those those two items, three items if you count the onion rings. Um, I feel I feel good about that. Seven point two five. This game on. Uh I'm I'm in the same vein. Um, I did enjoy myself. The service was good. The food was all good. Um, only the scorpion burger was I slightly disappointed in. I'm gonna give it. The seven point six eight seven six eight. Okay. It was good. It's really good. I was able to take all my employees out to lunch, and you know the the poor waitress had to. It come sounds back. like you wouldn't even let them eat their own fucking burger. <laughs> well, I just I told them I'd have a bite. Of what the it. You fuck, know, I, I man? have to eat that. Um, what I the fuck kind of boss is you? What kind of <laughs> boss are you? You take these goddamn kids out to Red Robin for an end of year meal, and then you fucking hey, eat some of theirs. That's the first time we've ever done that. Some of these Jeez. employees been around. Yeah, and it's the last here. time too. Last uh, time bullshit. too. It's an annual tradition now. 
They're gonna be like, "Hey, remember when our boss fucking ate my burger that he <laughs> told me I whatever? Had? I didn't eat the whole fucking thing. I had like a quarter of it. See, you should have split some of mine too. Yeah, you should have split half and half, and then that uh... would see. I would have liked that better, probably. But I'm not <laughs> an asshole boss like that. You know, I only had a quarter <laughs> of the burger, not a half a burger. Sir, uh, don't even let him eat his own fucking meal. Ridiculous. What did I say? Seven six eight. Yeah, seven point yeah. six eight. Oh, Pretty boy. good. Pretty good place. Old fashioned kind of sucks, but other than that, pretty good. Yeah, that's your fault for ordering a fucking old fashioned from Red Robin. <laughs> what is well, wrong with hell. you? Well, that was the other. Uh, Red Robin has their own beer. I forget what it's called. <laughs> I was like, oh, is, can I try that beer? And he's like, you don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I did it, not know they like have a, their own. They didn't have their own beer where I was. Was it a fat tire or something? No, I can't remember. No, fat definitely tire. It was, was just, not fat tire. It was a it was a name brand of somebody. No, but it was, was a special. No, it, it was it was just their beer. I forget what it was called. I but, thought it was I thought it was like a name brand of something, but they made no, it for Red Robin. Somebody and, yeah, probably like, brews it for them. Yeah, it's not like well, they're making it yeah. in the back there. Dude's like you don't want this stuff. <laughs> and Bernie, I'm gonna I'll agree with you. Look, you could have a great meal there, and it, my score would have been much higher. But I did not tell you guys about the campfire mayo, which changes things for me <clears throat> on that end of things. And I think if you find the right burger, like you guys did, it definitely could be in the eight to to nine range. Just yeah, for me, sure. I had a couple of things I didn't like. Yeah, so. you're a white bread man. <laughs> Missionary <laughs> position, dude, over here. So I mean, doing it along. That's how they do it down in Houston. <clears throat> All right. Uh, one final segment left, and that's a little thing called plugs. Kevin, uh, do you have any uh, websites or anything you can plug about uh, people wanting to get information on uh, surrogacy or any helpful material where they can go get some uh, questions answered or anything like that? that the you only can plug away. Only plugs I need are from my head. <laughs> uh, but that's not going to happen because he's bald. Airclubformen.com. <laughs> um, no, just just across the streams media stuff that you all do. I, I I don't really have an online presence. I mean, I'm so old. I just have Facebook and Snapchat, so um, I don't do a whole lot of that stuff. I kind of keep to myself with all those kinds of things. So, but honestly, if anybody needs to talk, Bernie, if they reach out to you um, via the website or Dwayne, I'm more than happy to to share an email or a phone number or whatever. Um, really, I wanted to get out there just to let people know that, hey, there's other people dealing with shit in their lives and uh, life can get crap sometimes, but, um, you know, you have a lot of people here supporting you. So, um, but yeah, take a listen to three beers and a mic, three beers and an MCU universe, 600 word long, whatever the hell you have now for that, Bernie. Um, <laughs> and a lot of other stuff. Dwayne works his ass off. I mean, he, this guy's doing mm. a podcast every night, it seems like. All right, um, slow down you know, a little bit. Give him a... Give him a big. Sh- I'm going to give him a big shout out as well for all the work that he does, even though if he doesn't edit most of the stuff. No, we'll edit that out. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, no, Dwayne no. will not. <laughs> uh, well, Dwayne, he did your fucking job, um, so I don't need to plug anymore. Across the streams media, although you should go check out Across the Streams media. I just want to reiterate before we let Skay close out here. Um, any women out there who are doing surrogacy to give uh, families in need? Uh, the gift of a child you are fucking superheroes you are awesome it's amazing what you do um, yeah so that's my plug if, <laughs> uh, if if you can call that a plug and then uh, Skamon what uh, what do you got here to close this out uh, okay I don't know about you guys but I would have liked the surrogate to carry this meal for me and especially 
to deal with the afterbirth. This was our review of Red Robin, a Burn Appetit podcast on the Cross Extremes Media Network. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time. Cross. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.